Welcome to our Together on Mission podcast, where we seek to be with and like Jesus. As we begin a conversation with Jesus in the morning through scripture, prayer, and meditation, and then continue that conversation with him throughout the day. Your host is Travis Twineman, the pastor at the Inland Vineyard Church in Corona, California. In this season of the podcast, we're going to be journeying through the Old Testament book of First and Second Kings. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the Together on Mission podcast. This is Travis, and we are in 2 Kings chapter 25. We made it, 1 and 2 Kings. We did all 47 or 48 chapters in this long narrative of northern and southern kings before Israel's exile into Babylon. And this is our last podcast in 1 and 2 Kings, and I wish it could be a happier note that was struck. But when you get to 2 Kings chapter 25, it's the Babylonian exile. It's Babylon coming down and exiling Judah and Jerusalem, destroying the temple and bringing the people that dwelled there into a foreign land. Now, when we get to the very, very end of 2 Kings, there is a ray of hope. And I'm going to come back to that in a minute. But the title of the podcast this morning is Exile. And we could talk about all different kinds of biblical images for exile, death, darkness, the cross, the grave, the lion's den, you know, the cistern. Sometimes it gets really dark and sometimes it stays really dark for much longer than we want it to. I did a podcast a couple of days ago where we talked about how life is suffering. And when we get to the end of 2 Kings, we see the exile. Now, again, there's a ray of hope, which we're going to get to in a minute. But first, I want to ask the question, how is it dark for you right now? What is the... What does the darkness of this broken world look like for you right now? And it might be sickness or a loved one in pain or you need clarity in this season of your life and you just don't have it. There's question marks where you want clarity or you're struggling with depression or addiction and the addiction is hurting other people that you love but the chains are just too heavy or you can't find rest or fulfillment. It's just dark it's difficult, it's challenging, a very important relationship is estranged. Whatever it might be, where is it dark? Where is there exile or ashes or death? Or Because sometimes it is just that. Now, when we get again to 2 Kings 25, I'm not going to read any of this chapter until we get to the end of this chapter, but it's a tragic chapter about Babylon sacking Jerusalem, you know, besieging it and capturing the the wicked Judah king Zedekiah, putting his eyes out, exiling him and all the others that dwelled there into Babylon. Israel had become so wicked in idolatry and immorality. And so the Babylonian army comes in and just sacks Jerusalem and destroys the temple. And it's absolutely tragic. It's dark. It's hard. It's confusing. Now, in the midst of the darkness, in the midst of the exile, we get the last few verses in 2 Kings and it it thrusts us forward about a, a, a generation. 
Verse 27, in the 37th year of the exile of Jehoiakim, king of Judah, in the year that Awel Marduk became king of Babylon, he released Jehoiakim from the prison in Babylon. He did this on the 27th day of the 12th month, and he spoke kindly to Jehoiakim, and he gave him a seat of honor higher than all of the other kings that were with him in Babylon. So Jehoiakim put aside his prison clothes, right? He put aside his grave clothes. He, he put aside his exile clothes, and for the rest of his life, he ate at the king's table. Day by day, the king gave Jehoiakim a regular allowance as long as he lived. Exile, darkness, difficulty, whatever that darkness looks like for you, that's where Second Kings ends. And Zedekiah, the, the father or the grandfather of Jehoiakim, is exiled. But then we see during the exile this ray of hope. Now, one of the things we have to you know, pay attention to is that Jehoiakim is of the seed of David, who's of the seed of Abraham, who's of the seed of Adam and Eve. That's going backwards. If you go forwards from Jehoiakim, you're going to find that eventually that will lead to the seed of Jesus, the Messiah. So God is not only promising in the end of 2 Kings to bring Israel back to the land, right? The return from exile, right? The light after the darkness, the, the beauty that comes out of the ashes, the order that comes out of the chaos, but in this verse, the Messiah is being promised as well, which is the ultimate return from exile. What is the point? The point is that sometimes it gets very, very dark. Sometimes it's ashes. Sometimes we have to face the cross. Sometimes we end up in exile. And that's exactly where Israel is, and it's exactly where I am and you are in some way, shape, or form. And in the midst of the darkness, there's hope. In the midst of the exile, there's a promise of return. As, as the death on the cross takes its toll, there's the promise of the resurrection. You see, God is faithful. God is good. And God never leaves us and never forsakes us. Now, a couple of thoughts as we walk through whatever the darkness or whatever the valley of the shadow of death looks like in our lives right now, a couple of thoughts. First of all, it's not God's fault. I mean, First and Second Kings that we've been looking at, it's so clear that it's Israel's fault that they were exiled. It's not God's fault. It's the consequences for Israel's rebellion. And when we walk through difficulty or blindness or darkness or cross, sometimes it is our fault. And we have to look at that. Sometimes we're caught up in this merry-go-round of causing pain and then experiencing pain and causing pain and experiencing pain and looking to blame everybody else except own what we need to own. But sometimes when we walk through these darknesses of sickness or confusion or depression or difficulty, or relational challenge, or whatever, often it's not our fault. It's just the result of doing life in a dark, broken, fractured world. And as most all of the great spiritual formationists have said throughout the history of the church, sometimes we have to go through a dark night of the soul 
Sometimes consolation will end and we'll find ourselves in desolation. We have to walk through those dark valleys. Now, God will never leave us and he will never forsake us. But I think here's the main point. The exile was essential in the formation of Israel as a nation. We become who we are through some of these dark seasons. I mean, we only truly have a good relationship or a good marriage or a good team or a good church or a good dating relationship when we have gone through difficult times and we wanted to throw in the towel, but we didn't. Or we didn't want to love or think the best, but we did. Where we ran into a wall, an exile, a cross, darkness, confusion, and we kept putting one foot in front of the other foot. That's how we learn to love. It's how we learn to trust God. And it's how we learn to be the kind of person, the kind of relationship that we truly, truly want to be. This cross-resurrection pattern is hardwired into God's world. That's how he renews it. That's how he restores it. That's how he grows us. That's how he changes us. And that's how he brings beauty out of ashes and life out of death and order out of chaos. And I think even beyond that, unless we experience some pain, we're not going to know what true joy is. Unless we learn how to walk through the the exile, the wilderness of this dating relationship, this marriage, this community, this team, unless we walk through the wilderness, we're not going to know how to have compassion or walk with other people as they walk through their wilderness. Unless we run into walls, we're not going to truly know how to be there for people that are running into walls. The resurrection only comes as a result of the cross. We can only return to the new land after the exile. New life is on the other side of death and beauty is on the other side of ashes. And this is where the 23rd Psalm comes in. (laughs) This is where arguably the most amazing prayer ever prayed comes in. So whatever exile you're in, whatever wall you're facing, whatever is so difficult right now, God is faithful. The Lord is my shepherd. This is what we're going to focus on this morning. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not be in want. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I won't fear evil because the Lord is with me. His rod and his staff Comfort me. He prepares a table before me, even in the presence of my enemy, whatever that dark enemy looks like right now. And surely goodness and mercy will follow me all of the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever and ever. So no matter how dark it is, there's always hope because God is good and God is faithful. And surely his goodness and mercy will follow us all the days of our life. So could we just dwell on that this morning? Whatever that wall looks like, whatever that cross looks like, whatever that darkness looks like, wherever it's so difficult and so much of an exile right now, let's walk with God through it, be faithful to him and each other, and trust and see that God will bring beauty out of ashes, life out of death, and the new promised land on the other side of the exile. And we will talk soon. 
Thanks for listening to the Together on Mission podcast. We hope you are blessed and encouraged by it today. If you had any questions about the Inland Vineyard Church, our ministries, or our Sunday services, feel free to connect with us on social media platforms like Facebook and Instagram, or check out our website at inlandvineyard.org.